Within our formation as disciples, we often err towards particular ways of growing in our relationship with God. And the aim of this five-episode podcast series is to embrace the contrasts within our faith, the two sides of the same coin, the heads and the tails, so that we might find ourselves growing more into the image bearers that we were called to be. Like I said, this is Heads and Tails. I'm your host, Dan. And in this episode, I'm joined by Vic and uh, also first-time guest Janelle here. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. It's good to be here. We are talking this week about giving and receiving. Before we get into that, if you've missed any of the conversation series or if you haven't caught up on this weekend's sermon messages, uh, you can find all of those at a convenient website, svc.org.nz forward slash heads and tails. All one word, no dashes or anything, svc.org.nz slash heads and tails. We've made it as easy as we can. So you could share that with a friend if you wanted to. The uh, tension we're talking about, the heads and tails, is giving and receiving. Vic did giving. Janelle did receiving and unlike the other tensions that we've had I feel that this one's a a bit different and that instead of people leaning one way or the other I think it's kind of unanimous that all of us need to or want to grow in in both we want to grow in accepting God's love for us and grow in this idea that we should be doing more and, and giving more to the world do you agree or am I hopelessly off base on this one I often think um people are incredibly generous um and sometimes incredibly stingy. So, so it's like yes and no, you yeah. know, head and tail there. Um, it could it could go either way? But I think I think philosophically, we'd all love to be great givers, wouldn't we? I would say that it's uh, easier to give than receive. I think that our culture, the way that um, the way that we experience life, um, we do find it hard to receive gifts or feel like they're your pure gifts without us needing to do something in return. So why why do you think that is? Why do we find it hard? Well, um, I think that we operate largely on a you what you put in um, is what you get out of things. So it's a, it's a bit of a rewards based thing. Um, we do this even with our kids, don't we? You know, I say to my kids, if you read for an hour, then you'll get you know a certain amount of screen time, or if you behave in a certain way, then I'll give you this. So there's a lot of you've got to put in to get out, and we even do that, you know, in, in our workplaces and university and education that kind of thing. You've got to put in a lot of work. Um, to to reap good benefits yeah do you think that there's a part of our culture or is it you know sign of the times do you think it's always been this way where people are skeptical of this idea of a free gift like nothing is truly free there's always a cost there's always um, I'm gonna have to give up something here is that do you think that blurs into people accepting this free gift of eternal life of you know believe in me and you receive this gift yeah absolutely um I think that we we muddy the idea of a gift end up in our own pride about what it is to receive. We sort of it, we're perceived as needy or maybe even greedy um, for just taking a gift um, at face value, and and often um, we sort of get anxious about what why were we given this and, and do we need to return it in the same way and um, do I deserve this even? So yeah, I think that definitely uh, makes us feel like it's harder to. Uh, accept God's gift to us as something that is pure gift. Yeah, I think that's probably right, isn't it? And so we relate to God a little bit like we relate to each other. So we do have these, I don't know, sort of maybe subliminal hidden things I've given to you and you'll give to me, you know, even if it's not equal or the same way. So surely in our relationship with God, there's something of a give and take, whereas, you know, that free gift of God thing is just such a mind-blowing somewhat unnatural thing for us to to pick up on maybe 
I love that, uh, Janelle, you brought up Sheldon on Sunday the, from the Big Bang Theory, the idea of I don't understand gift giving. I buy something for you worth $50. You then feel some sense of obligation to give me something back worth the same amount, and this just exchanges until one of us dies, and then one of us, then then it's unbalanced because one of us is given and hasn't received back, back in return. So, I mean, it, I guess there is a gift. Do you think that, that stems into how we give? freely like because we 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 feel that oh this is they're going to feel like they have to reciprocate this it's going to have to come back do you think that weighs into us us giving to god or us giving to each other yeah i think sometimes that that is certainly and maybe even when you're giving you feel sorry for the receiver because you think you they are now under something of an obligation to you so so what do you do so it's it's so messy you know it's it's all in your head too you know kind of they may well not feel the same thing at all but it it is something that we work with wrestle with and and that's okay you know but it's good to be talking about it and to be aware of those things I think at the same time when you are someone who is giving a gift out of love you don't want people to feel like you know they're obliged to do something good for you I wouldn't want my kids to feel like oh now I've got to be on my best behavior or you know feel like they've got to earn something that I've given them just because I want them to enjoy that and I mean we've sort of already touched on it a bit do you think that that's hard for people to grapple that this free gift from God is truly that it is truly free and he's not I mean, you know as much as he would he would like that relationship to come back the gift is given and it's up to us to receive it yeah, I mean, I think uh, we see that in human history. I mean, that that we um, think that it's about the good works that we put in, and and that's the whole um, Martin Luther. You know what he struggled with? He was plagued by doing the absolute best, and in fact, he even spoke of himself as, you know, a, a monk, sort of without without fault, really. And yet, he just couldn't come to peace with um, that. He he couldn't. He couldn't do enough, and uh, and so you know his his freedom was in realizing this is my faith is pure gift. Yeah. Hey, um, if you're listening to this in the context of a small group, now might be a good time to hit pause. We're going to steer in a different direction in a second. So yeah, hit pause and have a bit of a conversation with those that are around you, and we'll be back in about three seconds. Two, one. And if you've been listening to this in your car, that would have felt pretty awkward or while running or (laughs) while doing something else. But we're back to those of you small group podcasters. Nice to have you. Hey, um, one of the things that I loved about both of your messages is you both use this idea of open hands. Um, uh, Vic, you mentioned God can't fill a closed fist, that the the line from John Wimber. Um, He's just saying, you know, saying yes to receiving is a big part. And Janelle sort of brought that up uh, at night. Children receive gifts and immediately own them. They don't look back about it. That as we become adults that we, we, you know, we've sort of talked about this idea of we don't give gifts. We don't, sorry, we don't receive gifts with open hands anymore. Why do you think that is? Uh, for for all of those reasons that we've mentioned before, we just we we confuse it. Um, we make it complex with our um, ideas of the the giver and why. Um, but like I said, with kids, they just they openly receive it, happily receive it, and then it is theirs. It's and and then should you ask for it back or anyone ask for it yeah. back, you know, there's no way. It's this is I mine. Understand very yeah. early. Yeah, that's right. And I, and I think we would do well to. To be able to receive like that, um, particularly you know God's gift of, of grace and salvation is this. This is ours. You, you you know nobody takes that away. Nothing separates us from the love of God. It's it's ours, and we need to own it. So practically, 
what does that look like, both in receiving that gift from God, but also in receiving gifts from one another? Because, you know, it's somewhere, somehow this is kind of, it's a part of this conversation that we're having on giving and receiving, which is a great idea. So, so what does that look like practically to someone? How do you receive with open hands? And then Vic, I'm coming to you with the, how do you give with open hands? So be ready for that. Uh, well, it requires vulnerability and nobody really likes that to asking. Um, and it's it's that sense, like there are many scriptures about our faith where it talks about uh, faith comes through hearing. So we're finding ways to hear God's voice, um, either through his word or through others. We're believing in our hearts. You know, we're just, we're, we're stating a truth um, or letting a truth be given to us and believing that in our hearts. Um, my, my thought in processing this whole thing of giving for the sermon was the whole idea of generosity. And I think, a lot of what we're talking about is sometimes we say, well, God loves us, but we need to behave, you know, so we, we throw some laws in it. I, th- I wonder whether there's more about principles of life. And so to live a generous life isn't, so I have to tithe or I have to give that person that or I have to take my coat off to every homeless person I see. But a broader, this is the way I want to live my life. I want to live generously. And generous will look different to different people. But if I could live generously, give generously, but also receive generously, you sort of wonder, it might sort of sound um, new age and weird or something like that, but if, if we were all doing that, what a world it would be. What an amazing thing it would be. And so how do you do that? Well, we tend to hold back because someone else might not give as generously, therefore I will miss out. But but what if what if we did it in the in in the against the paradigm of God's great giving to us as opposed to the stinginess of our neighbor and we became those great givers generous people what an amazing thing that would do so following on from that talk about this this thing from and you you did mention it on Sunday so we don't have to go too far into it people can can listen to the message and kind of get more from there but talk about this whole idea of, of saying yes because this isn't just a financial thing about giving away your money or your belongings but saying yes to things and being generous with other stuff yeah I think sort of if we could have an approach to life that said there are opportunities that are given God given you know to to bless to to serve to give to to make you know, kind of a difference in the world. And if that could be our life um, motto, then what a wonderful thing it is. Then we're those giving people. And I guess something Janelle and I have talked about a little because I'm doing giving, she's doing receiving sort of thing. Would that saying yes be something of the same thing as a receiver? You know, so yes to receiving just like we perhaps more naturally do yes to giving. I don't know. We love because God first loved us. So it comes out of that whole almost paradigm shift of um, we don't give to get but we we get uh, because we have been given to so because of God's love and generosity towards us that is our motivation so it's a it's a both end yeah maybe this because if we do it all on human terms it is the sort of closed loop we can only get as much as generosity but but this love of God comes from outside that loop and just saturates us, doesn't it? So just to live in that, how can you not be generous? How can you not receive? All of those things. Yeah. I think there's a part of it as well that uh, you can display the radical generosity of God's love to human beings, especially those who aren't in church or wouldn't know anything about 
about Jesus by living generously because that's noticeable. Why is that person living so wildly, so counterculturally? Not you know in a in any sort of bad way, but instead of spending all of their money, they're saving some, they're giving generously if I ask, you know, and, and they're not expecting any sort of payback or they're not doing it for really any other reason than to just be a kind, good person. Um, yeah, imagine what kind of world that would be. Uh, you sort of have already started summing up, Janelle, your idea of, of what this looks like to have two sides of the same coin, growing in faith through giving and growing in faith through receiving. But is there anything else you sort of want to want to add in what this looks like for a people listening? I would love to uh, read a quote. Go for that's it. okay. I'm all and about it. This is anonymous, um, <laughs> but I think that it sums it up really well. Um, so, the parched earth can't let in a life-giving rain if it is covered by plastic tarp. Without the capacity to be touched by caring and appreciation, we render these gifts less meaningful. Sacred receiving, letting things in with heartfelt gratitude, is a gift to the giver. When we are visibly moved, it conveys that they've made a difference in our lives. We may then bask together in a non-dual moment in which there is no distinction between the giver and the receiver. Both people are giving and receiving in their own unique ways. This shared experience can be profoundly sacred and intimate, a moment of delectable grace. Vic, have you got a quote or some sort of... I don't have a final, quote. Final beautiful oh, words. no, I would have brought a quote. I've been tr- I feel like I've been trumped. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, two sides of the same coin. Giving yeah. or, or saying yes in particular and, and receiving. How do you grow in faith that way? Well, I think I, I just love this idea of what we're doing with the heads and tails thing. And as you said at the beginning, I think you're probably right. We, we probably tend to agree with both of these things um, but we can be challenged in both of these things as well um, to be generous to give to say yes or, or whatever um, but also to be great receivers that, that that's I think that's hard for me hard for Kiwis um, you know just just maybe hard for everybody I don't know and so and so to be stimulated and stirred in those things in terms of the giving thing I, I you know I, I, I have more money now than I had when I was 20. It's harder to. I find it harder to give when I have more to lose, if you like. So giving is—it's a natural suit for me, but is still a challenge. Receiving is probably not a natural suit for me, still a challenge. Heads and tails—I think you know—for our listeners, for people who've listened to Janelle's message or my message, it's a—it's a really worthy um, thought to be pondering over the next week and beyond. So good. I have loved this conversation as I've loved all of these conversations and excited for the, the next couple of weeks. Uh, next time on the uh, Heads and Tails podcast, we're talking with Stanley and Fran about different seasons of life when God feels so tangible, so present, and those other seasons of life where uh, God feels maybe distant or, or absent, if that's the word that you're thinking of. Uh, that's the next time on the Heads and Tails podcast. But uh, Vic and Janelle, thank you for being here today. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on the Heads and Tails podcast.